coming to you live as fuck over the Zoom. Now, I, what is this? Streamyard. Streamyard airwaves. It's the <laughs> Sons of Honarchy podcast with your co-hosts. I am Steve-O at DrunkShySoxFan on Twitter. And Hot Take Tommy. And on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy, we are going to try to have a good mood. Um, it's been one hell of a week for our boys in, in the black and white. Um, yes, but it has been a rough one. But we're going to try and stay positive and optimistic. This is why you play 162. All of this is brought to you by us. So make sure you go rate, subscribe, review to the pod if you do not already. Stars, Um, we are. Yes, we are your favorite four-star White Sox podcast, as always. Um, We are on YouTube as well. So go check us out on YouTube. We go live now. Yes. Go live. As live as Bill Bill O'Reilly, baby. Uh, Tom, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I am. Uh, I survived this week. I think is the best way to, for me to put it. God damn, it was gorgeous yesterday. Yeah, beautiful day. Every I'm sad Chicago that I talked about it, but oh yeah, you were just. I was just trapped inside, <laughs> uh, having to take an exam. Um, but I passed. I passed the exam, baby. Um, I pr- got my preliminary results. I have my uh, teacher evaluator. I will have my teacher's evaluator's license. So I'll be able to judge teachers and their performance. And he's going to basically be the man now. Absolutely. If you are sick of, if you want to put it to the man, put it to Steve-O. Stick it to the maniosis, baby. (laughs) So, yes, I'm just glad that I passed that exam. It was a rough, rough three-hour exam. And the power going out in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, and the power going out in the middle of it. Thanks, Oak Park. Uh, (laughs) Force Park all the way, baby. Oh, yeah. You are in there. No. Shouts to Xfinity for at least having a mobile hotspot. So, uh, Tom, we are a White Sox baseball podcast. So, fairly a corporate podcast. We, you just gave Xfinity a shout out. No free ads. <laughs> yeah, if we got Xfinity having ads on us, we'd be uh, we'd be in it. Absolutely. In it. So, uh, shouts to Spags, uh, my guy Lucky Spag, who Shane Spagnola, who's already in the chat. Uh, appreciate you guys who are joining us live. Um, it's nice to have people that are tuning in and actually want to hear what we have to say. Yeah, happy Sunday, fun day to y'all. Um, let's enjoy it. It's Geo Day. Don't it's Geo Day. Welcome back to the lineup, Lucas Gio, or the rotation, I should say, Lucas Giolito. Yeah. Much needed. Meanwhile, no one else is coming back to the lineup. Everybody's dead. Uh, all White Sox go to heaven, baby. Uh, shouts to <laughs> Keelan uh, for that tweet. Uh, all Sox go to heaven. That's the inspiration for today's episode <laughs> name. So uh, I can't take credit for that. I'm no Jay Kuda. So. <laughs> Absolutely dead. Um, <laughs> so we don't have to go down that road. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, really, really quick back check, fact check from last episode. We were talking about the unwritten rules of baseball. Yes. And uh, we got to keep ourselves honest here. We don't make many mistakes, but when we do, we actually make a lot of mistakes. But <laughs> yes, we do. Um, we, <laughs> we are try not. Try to correct ourselves when we do. We are, we are not the, the most knowledgeable White Sox fans. We are just, That's why you're, we're your favorite four-star podcast. Yeah, four stars. So. We only ask for four stars. Um, uh, so <laughs> we were talking about the unwritten rules of baseball, and we were talking about the Giants being like, suck it, unwritten rules. And <laughs> we don't need to go down that road with Jay Kuda. We really don't. Um, we got to keep that comment up. Thanks, <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. Thank you. Uh, unwritten rules of baseball. We were talking about uh, Stephen Duggar, and uh, I think I said that he had a bunt single in the second. He actually had a bunt single in the sixth inning, uh, but somebody stole a bag in second. So no, uh, no, no. I think it. Dubon, Dubon, Dubon had the bunt. Had the bunt. See, I can't even get it right and, when I'm reading. And Duggar had the stolen base. Yes. Uh, so Tommy can't even get his names right, folks. Yo, it's all good. The the Giants are still breaking the unwritten rules of baseball. He, the, some the fucking Rossi Masiel Iglesias, Rossiel, Rossiel Iglesias, who is still a starting shortstop in the major leagues. What? Yes. Rossiel Iglesias plays. Wow. You are on one today. Rossio Iglesias is a relief pitcher. Yeah, we're all good. We're all good. Yep. You're talking. Thinking, are you thinking of Elcidas Escobar? Yes, I am. Whoo! Tommy is on brand today, folks. 
<laughs> he's like three cups of coffee in and Can't he is it. just tripping Can't over names already. Can't do it. Um, we don't even need back check, back check. I, I, I got you covered today. Thank you. And the other back check, back check, we were doing uh, White Sox nicknames. Best White Sox nicknames. We forgot Diamond Dallas. Diamond um, Dallas. <laughs> By the way, I would give Diamond Dallas like a B rating. Like that's a B rated nickname right there. It's... It's not a rated, on a good but day. It's Dusty Dallas, though. Dusty Dallas is a nickname, man. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Holy cow! Are we gonna see your guy Johnny Cueto? I hope so. He's getting a he's getting a Charlotte start. Yeah, uh, he got one. It was uh, yesterday, and it was not good. <laughs> Why you gotta call him my guy? I love he him. is your guy. I, I, I do. Johnny, you are a big Johnny Cueto guy. <laughs> he's coming. He's gonna be just fine once we get him to the majors. The problem that he had is that he was facing like subpar competition. So he brought he he brought the uh, the level of competition down to that level. Right. So let's put him up against like the best lineup in baseball. He's gonna shove. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good, man. Logic, baby. <laughs> Tommy Logic. Look again. We're trying to stay positive this podcast, Steve. I don't have time for this bullshit. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Cueto, logic, <laughs> trash can, Keuchel. I uh, again, Diamond Dallas is dead. Dusty Dallas is here to stay, but Johnny Cueto's also on the way. So I'm not worried about this lineup. I'm not worried about this rotation. I just want to get You are through. staying way too positive for how bad this team has been lately. They have been absolutely Steve, horrific. To, we are supposed to ignore the last week of baseball and just pretend like it didn't happen and move on with our lives. Yes, we don't have any more Aloy Jimenez. Yes, Luis Robert is gone forever. Um, <laughs> unlike Aaron Hernandez. Forever. Um, it's it's going to be fine. It's gonna be fine, and I and I'm saying that because I need it to be fine, Steve. Um, yeah, <laughs> trust me. We've been hanging our hat on this team being very, very good this year. Yeah, um, and they've looked absolutely horrific in the past week. And I know this is why you play 162, as as I mentioned as we opened up. But I got into some arguments uh, about where this team is at and how you they're performing. Indeed. And uh, one of them was with my my guy Bruhan Luke. Um, especially after the Friday game. The Friday um, game was... The, uh, one of said group chats was not very pretty, and we were very upset over the White Sox performance on Friday, and mm-hmm. rightfully so, right? Kopech goes out, he shoves, gives you a great outing. Bullpen looks solid. I know... You know that if Kopech shoves, Stevie gets real, real excited. Oh, so. you you already know <laughs> that I got a major heart out for Michael Kopech. <laughs> um, but anyway, he, he gets out there and... Does his work. You're right. Absolutely. Um, now, Kendall Graveman gives up the ground rule double on an 0-2 pitch with two outs. He's been solid. Not great. Not mad about it. Yeah. Not great, right? But, <laughs> no, that is, uh, that is not factual. Luke did not call me an ethnic slur. <laughs> Good God. Um, so, <laughs> I'm also white. So, <laughs> obviously, there, there, there were a lot of Things to be upset about with the Friday game, Tom. Yeah. There was the Graveman pitch. There was the Tim Anderson throw to first when he, I don't know, either couldn't get it out of his glove or decide whether he was going to throw that ball to try and get Correa out or not. Yeah. There was Jose with the little league move of throwing Throwing home home when nobody is going home and just an absolutely horrific throw. Yeah. And then there was... They're pressing, man. There was to- – yeah, absolutely pressing when you didn't need to press. Yeah. Um, and then you have Tony Larusa, who – there has been a lot of frustration with his lineup construction, as we've seen on White Sox Twitter. Jay Kuda knows all about it. Uh, yes, he does. Um, shout out to Sam Sherman of Northside Sox, um, <laughs> who actually did originally create that that Larry Garcia one through nine batting order meme. <laughs> Um, but that being said, where do you want to point the blame, Tom? If you were to point the finger at anybody right now, and not just the Friday game, obviously the Friday game, there were some big mistakes and, and you can kind of put that anywhere you want. But when it boils down to how bad they've been in the past week, where do you want to kind of point the finger first, if you're going to do it? You know, I gotta, I want to put it on, you know, the one through five hitters, basically like the guys that we're supposed to be able to count on have not been showing up. 
you know, whether you want to say it's Tim Anderson, whether you want to say it's Jose Abreu, whether you want to say it's Luis Robert and Aloy Jimenez, may they rest in peace. Um, you know, it's just guys have not been producing, right. you know, up and down, up and down the order. Um, and it's, it's hitting's contagious is, is, is one of the things. And it's just not, it's not a bug that anybody's caught so far this season. Um, mind you, a lot of talk in baseball about the the ball being deadened. A lot of talk about the home run numbers being down more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. The you know the ball was not as alive as it was in twenty and twenty one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hey, hashtag Donaldson facts. Um, <laughs> man hits the shit out of a ball. One ten exit velo, twenty percent launch angle. Can't still can't hit a home run. Fuck Josh Donaldson. But I. That was that was last week. This this whole yeah, I, I I'm just gonna like pin it to April. Actually, is what I what, what I really want to do is yes, like I can I can blame those guys up and down the order. That's mm-hmm. that's probably where my blame lands on first, but secondarily, right? It's April, man. Like it's cold as fuck. You know, like this this lineup has traditionally been a, a group of players that does not produce until it gets hot. You know, and I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hope for the best. I mean, fucking the Cubs scored 21 runs yesterday because it was 80 degrees. Let's just hope that the the baseball is different, flies different when it's hot, which we already know to be true. So for sure, and uh, April baseball is April baseball, right? Yeah. I mean, I think they're gonna eventually work out the kinks. I think this team is too good. They're too talented. They're they're eventually gonna get healthy, and they're gonna catch fire. I think this team, I. I I'm confident in saying that. There's the stay positive I needed. The problem no. with that <laughs> staying no. positive is that every, <laughs> even though it's 162 games, every game counts. And I know, yeah, as my guy Sammy Davis June, and <laughs> Jimmy June in the chat here wants to say, when an entire team is struggling offensively and defensively, it's on the coaching staff. Well, let's not say the entire team is struggling defensively. Tim Anderson is struggling. <laughs> yeah, I mean Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu. Yeah. Um, but I here's the thing: coaching staff. Yes, if you want to pin a little bit on them, that's fine. Tip my hat to Ethan Katz, who honestly, outside of Vince Velasquez, couple starts and Dallas Keuchel being Dusty Dallas, the pitching staff, both starters and bullpen, have looked absolutely phenomenal. They look great. Um, they look really good. They have been nails they've been so good dusty dusty dallas like if he didn't like get those three four errors or whatever like behind him uh no i'm not even i'm I'm just saying it's it's you very bad you could knock off a couple of those earned runs still not good now i know you want you may want to pin it on the coaching staff here and it it, i think it's easy to look at tony larusso look at the lineups that have been put together and and Andrew Vaughn not playing every day. Larry Garcia batting yep. second or third or fourth. I, you're like, what the fucking hell is going on? He's I mean, batting seventh really. today. He's batting seventh today. Pretty good. I, he finally checked his, his Twitter stream um, <laughs> and, and saw what he should be doing. Um, but here's the thing. Coaches don't take the field. I hate to say it, yeah. but coaches don't take the field. And if Steve, I'm going to point – If I can stop you for one second, you definitely – don't hate to say it. You love to say that. You say that all the time. <laughs> but if, you're right. But you're right is, is what I'm getting at. If, for example, the White Sox were up one and Kyle Crick is in the game, closing yeah. out the game, yes, I'm going to point it at a manager yeah. or, or whoever's decision that was. Larry Garcia, obviously, I just mentioned it. Larry Garcia batting fourth, not good. Right. But the rest of the guys in the lineup need to produce. Right. Okay. And I've given my praise to pitching. So where does my my blame get pointed? It's going to be at the offense. Okay. Let me run through some numbers really quick. And I pulled these numbers up before yesterday's game. So they're probably worse. Um, I've got the offense right now, 28th in on base percentage, which is a whopping 264 on base percentage. Pretty good guess. You can't get on base at a 264 clip and expect to be a winning ball club in any era of baseball. In any era of baseball. It It could be the dead ball era. And if you're getting on base at a 264 clip, you are going to lose. On top of that. It is the dead ball era, by the way. (laughs) Right now in baseball, it absolutely is. (laughs) 
I mean, but here's the uh, even the Cubs. You look at the lineup that the Cubs are putting together, and they're still top five in OPS right now. The right. White Sox, and and yes, the twenty one, the twenty one run, yes, the twenty one run game yesterday definitely helped them. But um, <laughs> you cannot get on base. There we go. Twenty two runs in nine games. Twenty two runs in nine games. Thank you, Shane Spagnola, for putting that in the chat. It's absolutely <laughs> horrendous. That no managerial decision gives you 22 runs in nine games. If you want to put it on anybody that's not a player, it's the GM. And you're going to, I don't know, Yasmani Grandal, Eloy Jimenez when he's healthy, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu. These are guys that should be per- producing. Okay? Now, in addition to that, they are 26th in OPS. I'm a big OPS guy, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just about getting on base. It's about getting extra base hits, too. Yeah. They have, be... a, they have an OPS, OPS, on-base plus slugging of 608. Barry Bonds' career slugging percentage is <laughs> slugging, just slugging, is 608. You take out his on-base percentage, and you just take Barry Bonds' slugging numbers. It is 608. Okay? That is horrific. I can, I, trust me. I mean, it's one of the best hitters to ever play the game. Yeah. We're not, that's not lost on us. But. But one man. One man's just slugging is better than our entire team OPS. It's yeah. horrific. Yes, I know, according to our guy here, Sammy Davis, OPS is racist. That's true, actually. But, um, That's true. And, and, and here, you know, I, I want to address this, too. Yasmani not hitting in the ninth inning with uh, <laughs> Dougie McGuire. I'm dead. That is not a nickname that McGuire. we came up with, Tuggy. I like that. That's good. I'm going to start using that. Thank you, Greg Miller. <laughs> I that that part did irk me. You know, I saw that and I was like, "There's, there's just no fucking reason why Reese McGuire is up in this situation. It's just he's that's not what he's there for. He's there to steal you strikes and he's there to throw guys out. And he should not be there for a ninth inning at bat with the game on the fucking line. Yeah, I mean, if Yaz is fresh and Yaz is healthy, he absolutely should be coming off the bench. That that's on Larusa. For sure. you, I, I'm going to put that one on Tony. You can That's ag- agreed. You can argue that he was trying to get him like better to get him Reese the experience in a big game moment like that early on in the season than later. I mean, but, if later in the season when if it comes down to the comes down to the wire, he uh, he should it shouldn't be him. Tug Tuggy here should never be up at <laughs> up at the plate. Um, I, yeah, that one slipped by Tony. Yeah. I will absolutely say that. The problem is. Tony didn't score one run that game. Andrew Vaughn's solo homer is the only offense they had that entire game. Yeah, but Andrew Vaughn doesn't start every day. And that's another issue, too. But do we think that Tony's the only one putting together these lineups, though? Yeah, this is Super Joe. It's got Super Joe written all over it. Analytics department? <laughs> no, I I mean, look, the buck stops with him, though. Like, right? You can't, you can't just, like, it looks like you're trying to make excuses for Tony LaRusso. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, uh, there's, you know, that group chat that I was just mentioning with, with Bruhan Luke in it. I mean, that group chat has been renamed what? I told you this. Steve-O LaRusso. Steve-O LaRusso, apparently. (laughs) I'm the biggest Tony LaRusso defender ever, apparently, because... You're coming across that way, at least. I guess that's the impression I give. Uh, That's that's what I got to say about it. Here's I don't love Tony LaRusso at all. You just don't blame him. I cannot blame him for how bad the offense well, has you, been. Well, you can. You just aren't. Right? You can do whatever you want. You I just don't think it makes this. sense. Yeah, and you are you are you have a point, but you, you also can't ignore. Like like what I said, I'm not, I am not blaming Tony LaRusso. I mm-hmm. don't think Tony LaRusso is doing a good job, though. Like, no, I agree. That, those both can be true. I agree. Like he's not doing a good job, but it's not his fault. Do you, you know who might be worse in the coaching staff, though? Who? Menekino. <laughs> Yo, Menekino Magic is going to come right back. Men- Menenchino? Menenchino is is just – it's playing 3D chess, right? It's just yeah, like you got to suck ass so the pitchers stop trying, and then you get them. Any team whose on-base percentage is 264 at any point in the season, yeah. it needs to be on the hot seat, right? Yeah. And on top of that, I don't even know if that's the worst part of the coaching staff. You just said it was. Who's wor- who's worse then? Strength and conditioning. <laughs> they fired that whole department 
and brought in new did, guys. Did they? Yeah, that's the the off season. They uh, they got rid of their um, maybe it was their athletic trainer. That's who it was, and they brought somebody else new in because there's so many injury problems last year, and obviously not the problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, another comment here from uh, Julius. Um, I, I'm going to mispronounce the last a, name. Julius A. Julius A. Thank you. Uh, seems obvious the problem is competitor evaluation and scouting. The Sox don't have good data and therefore good advice on how to pitch and hit against competitors. I mean, that really showed up in the ALDS yeah. against Houston last year. Well, the, yeah, because um, we I don't think we'd ever seen a fucking iPad. Completely like, outcoached <laughs> and completely unprepared. Um, mm. So I'm there you go. I, I mean, it's, it's a top-down approach. I mean, it's everything. Yes, obviously, our guys hitting 260 or getting on base at a 264 clip is terrible. Mm -hmm. But I think there are other systems in place right now that are failing our players, right? And the talent that we have. You know, I, you hear this, this is the shit that the fucking Cubs fans were saying when their, when their lineup was bad for a long time. You know, they were like, they want to blame it on the hitting coach. They got like six different hitting coaches in that era. And Chili they, Davis, they, they wanted actually Davis piece of shit. Um, but it's like you want to, you want to, especially us, we want to stand for our players because we think that the players have the talent that we need. It's just the things around them that are failing them. Mm -hmm. But the players are the ones who aren't hitting. The players are the ones who aren't, you know, producing right now. I don't think that it's sustainable because I trust their talent. I, I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump and blame the coaching staff and, and everything right now, just yet. It's just fucking April baseball. Yeah, like errors happen more often in April because you can't feel the fucking ball. You know, hits are deadened because the air is cold and the, the ball doesn't pop the same way. It's just this is the kind of the way it is. The 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 flaw in that approach I that I understand every everybody <laughs> says this is that the other team is also playing in those conditions. Right. So you should be able to beat them because everybody's got the same problems. But Steve, we were supposed to be fucking positive today. It's Geo Day. We're we're done. We're done. Okay, that and this is this is what actually I want to bring up. Like this is the point of having an ace. This is the yes. point of having a stopper, right? Like we can just turn the page, understand that our guy with zero ERA yeah. is is taking them out. Yes, I know he only took one start and was taken out early, but he has a zero <laughs> ERA. So we're going to keep rolling with it until that's not true. So I I mean, I'm not going to... Yeah, I've got, I got faith. I mean, I think today's game, as, as weird as this sounds, on April 24th right now, I just want to make sure I got the date right. Mm -hmm. It's in a very important game. Today is a very important game. You do not, after the way you performed in Cleveland and the way you've been the last two games, yeah. letting one slip through your fingers on Friday and just get absolutely demolished on Saturday, you don't want to let today pass you by. You want to take advantage of Chris Archer on the mound. You want Giolito to go out and absolutely shove now that he's healthy. Mm -hmm. And you need to avoid a sweep at the hands of a division rival who went out and, I'll be honest, had a better offseason than you. So Yo, shots fired. I mean, I'll be honest, and I know you're a big Han bot. Yeah, Tom, but I don't know if you can go when, at Rick when Han you like when that. you go out and you go get Carlos Correa. I mean, you <laughs> you're the off season winner. Yeah, I don't I don't love. Uh, look, it's it's also it's a Sunday day game. We're we're just gonna have to deal with the with what Larusa puts out there. Um, but we gotta get a game. We gotta get a game. Um, we we can all agree. We we just need to win a thousand percent. Geo, how long do you think he's going, Tom? Um, let's go with complete game shutout. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm being honest, you know, Buff Geo is is here and he wants to get his 200 innings. Oh, is so... this the 20 pounds of or 15 pounds of muscle? Right, 20, 20, 20, 20 pounds, pounds of muscle. Of muscle. 20 me. pounds of muscle added. Geo, um, Buff Geo is going 200 innings this season, which means that he's going to need to start stacking those up now. I think he goes six. Five. Six. Five plus. Five, maybe, maybe five plus. Well, he pitches in the sixth but doesn't get out of it. Is that what you're saying? I, well, I hope it's like a, you just want a different matchup, like a lefty-lefty matchup or something. Five and a third over or under? <sighs> I'm going to go under just because it's his first start. Five. Five on the dot. Five on the dot. Five on the dot. 
So, and I agree with my guy Spags here. He says five as well. Um, you know what, Tom? Let's address this. We got our guy Carrie in the chat too. This is on Rick Hahn for not constructing an improved roster. Tony for decisions and players for not producing. All around piss poor effort. Doesn't seem like anyone was prepared. Also, Steve Wood. You know what that means, right, Tom? Not gonna address it. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, thank you. It's Carrie. the shiny dome right now. It's well, you can put that cap back on. Wisdom, baby. Um, <laughs> I. This screams, this screams like the roller coaster, like fan base that just that, that we can't like sit still and we, we have to breathe. You just know, breathe. Yeah. We, we can't like, that's, that's what I'm feeling. Like the energy is so like burn it all down, like fuck everything. Fuck what they say. You know, it's really bad right now. People getting blocked by Steve Stone, but just breathe. <laughs> yep. Let's address that, Tom. You, oh, yeah. You, you want to? You got a bone to pick, Tom? I have a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. So I am sick and tired of Steve Stone. Haters. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> look, all of you people that are, that are trying to say that he's a corporate guy, that he doesn't. Corporate fans. Yeah, like corporate fans stand together. Me and Steve Stone. J- okay, he. The man's been around baseball long enough where, like, oh, my God, I'm sounding like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> The man's been around long enough to Boomer know, though, <laughs> that, like, this this season is going to have these ebbs and flows. And specifically when you have, you know, I mean, look, he hopped on the radio and, and tried to blame the, the poor start on the hitting on the fact that everybody's from Latin America and, and Tim Anderson's <laughs> from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which, like – as much as that's stupid, it does bear We have been weight. a warm weather team. You we, know that. We have a warm weather team. Look at Jose Abreu's career. And, and month, like, month splits. And that's, yeah, he's the king of August. And he won an MVP because the whole season was played in August. But I I want to I want to kind of join voices with Steve Stone. Like, I don't, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the way that this season has gone so far. I'm not afraid that Tim Anderson has his airs like popping up like crazy right now. Like it's just, it's just cold weather. Hope he gets it out of his system. Also, I I guess he got to get something that nobody, nobody's talking about is that we were hot going into two off days in a row that were unscheduled. Mm -hmm. We were hot as fuck. And then those players had to sit in their fucking hotels in Cleveland, Ohio for two straight days. You think that they wanted that? You think that that's good for a like a hot streak? It's That'll like, cool it, you it, off. It's like so joking Noah said. You don't you don't go out in Cleveland. Nobody right? goes on vacation to Cleveland. Never heard of it. Look, like that. If if you want to blame, I'm going to take everything I've said so far this podcast back. You want to blame something? Blame the weather in Cleveland. Fuck Cleveland. Fuck their hotels. They probably like did some shit in the water for the White Sox. Like, that hey, we're sitting in the Ooh. hotel rooms. That Yeah, put my tinfoil cap on. I don't care. But we're, we're going to get you up on the board. Yeah. Pe- Pepe Sylvia, man. <laughs> let's, let's do it, Tom. <laughs> I, the, the water in Cleveland. That's what we're blaming this on. Uh, I Hot take top. Charlie Day. <laughs> Come on. I... I really no. I, this is a serious thing, though. Like, th- there, there's no way that you can't look at those two days in Cleveland and say that the, the before White Sox, where they hadn't lost a fucking series yet, and the after White Sox, where they can't win a fucking game. That's th- those two off days are the story of the season, right? You, now. you know, you can't measure momentum, but I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you that those two off days threw them off their rhythm, right? You win. Back to back to back series, right? One on the road, two at home. You go travel. You're ready to play, and, and then you wake two, up that day. Two games and, get banked. Yeah, um, when really back. you were only expecting one to get banked too. So mm-hmm. it's it's really unfortunate. And once again, you got to ride the wave. You know, positives and negatives all throughout the season. Just breathe, everybody. Everything's gonna be okay. We're gonna be all right. I really want the offense to figure it out. That's for sure. Yeah, um, but. Since you went on a rampage just now, Tom. Stop getting blocked by Steve Stone. Uh, anyway. Oh, uh, well, no. Go get blocked by Steve Stone. It's still <laughs> one of my life goals to get blocked by Steve Stone. 
Um, just son of a dick pic. And, and I will absolutely agree with Julius A. here, who says Stone is excellent at explaining baseball. Um, he <laughs> Corporate shill. I mean, we're, I, we're corporate fans, too. I Here's the thing. He is unbearable. <laughs> He is absolutely unbearable on social media. He's a social media god, first of all. Second of all, he's like uh, what seventy? Yeah. Uh, if you're over sixty-five, you you should never be allowed on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, it's just one of those things. You should be like banned it's from just social media. One of those. If you things. are old, okay. Like, dude, I thought I was gonna be the wild shrugs. one. Shrugs. Podcast. Don't shrug. All right. It. Speaking of getting wild, I've got a bone to pick as well, Tom. I really hope you're ready for this one. So the Aloy injury, obviously we're all really sad about the Aloy injury, right? right? It's not a good look for the White Sox. You're losing a guy who, yes, he's off off to a cold start, but he's going to be really important. He's going to be really important for this team moving forward. It's something that I've said. Um, His his offensive success is is going to be, the team's going to ride on it. It needs to ride on it, right? There are a couple tweets that I need to mention in regard to the Awoy injury. Um, the first is a positive one, um, and it's from our guy K Fitz, uh, biggest Cubs, White Sox supporter that's a Cubs fan, I feel like, in the world, him and uh, Yumper. Um, Little Yump. Now, he was talking about Awoy's stride and saying, I'm going to say this to all the young ball players out there, do not lunge, in all caps, do not lunge toward first on a close play on a grounder. Forward lean, the lunge doesn't make you faster, increases your injury risk. Absolutely correct. Um, So my bone to pick here, my first bone to pick in regard to the injury is with whoever's having them work on base running, okay? Like, this is a rookie mistake right here. And, And by rookie mistake, I mean little league mistake. So there are some coaching staff things here that need to be pointed out, right? Talk about base running, that's fucking super Joe. Like, oh, you're gonna put that on, on Joe McEwing? Yeah, if we're gonna blame, if we're gonna blame the coaching staff, don't go after Tony. Go after Super <laughs> Joe. All right. Um, hot take, Tommy here, <laughs> uh, in in rare form as always. Um, I got a second bone to pick though with this injury, and it is yeah, that wasn't really a bone to pick. You were like, hey, Kafid's made a great comment. <laughs> well, my bone to pick first there is with with the, the coaching lunch, staff, the right? Lunch. The yeah, lunch yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and whoever's teaching our players to do that or not teaching our players to correct that. The second bone to pick is with Ozzy Jr. <laughs> Ozzy Gian Jr., my guy here. Oh, man. Jr. Emphasis, Jr. Jr. I'm glad people ripped him apart on Twitter for this. <laughs> he goes and says, after the Aloy injury happens, says, the injury to Aloy came from all the negative comments he got from everyone saying he was dogging it last night. Now he overdid it. It did not look good. Are you for real? Are you serious? This com- after you got ripped in the comments of your tweet, you should have deleted this shit, man. No. This is stupid. Aloy is not hustling out a ground ball because he's on Twitter scrolling through and being like, oh, people are ripping me apart because well, I dogged it last night. Okay. Oh, no. All, that's not what he's doing. The fuck out of here. He's just playing hard baseball, and he made a dumb base running mistake. He, he did make a dumb base running mistake. He shouldn't have been lunging. He should know better. All three of those things are true. You However, don't ever point it at the fan base. However... I need something that we need to make clear is that Big Baby's not on Twitter. He's on Instagram. He's scrolling on Instagram and seeing these comments. Oh, it's the gram. So he's on the gram seeing these comments the night before from the night before and how he was dogging it. And he probably read those and analyzed himself, thought deeply about how he should try harder for this fan base. He needs to hit those 74 home runs. Are you playing devil's advocate right now? Are you actually supporting? I think that Junior here has a good point. The fuck out of here. He's, he's probably, yeah, we can't. No, I can't. I can't. I yeah, can't I know. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, you, this is bullshit. Like, they're, they're, these players know that they're going to get shit from left, right, and center throughout the season. They might scroll on Instagram one day, but they're going to forget it the next day because, you know, they got their guys. You, you got to have guy. thick skin when you're a major league baseball player. The so. only thing, like, if anything is the pushing him to like try a little harder. It might be fucking the rest of the guys in the dugout, like calling him that he's calling him out for dogging it. Like that's more likely to be true than the fucking comments on Twitter. Like, cause again, I don't even fucking think big baby's got a Twitter account. 
he's always on Insta, but I don't know. Uh, that, that's, that's ridiculous. That's some horseshit. Come yeah. on now. We, we can all agree that's some horseshit. So anyway. Ass hat tweet, man. We Come are on, supposed dog. to be positive this podcast, Steve. Oops. It's Geo Day. We've got our stopper out there. We've got our ace. We got our guy. Yes. And Leary's batting seventh. Not yes. second or Much third. Much better. I, you know what? How, how are your, what are your thoughts on this lineup today? Uh, it's pretty good. It's fucking. It's clearly a Sunday lineup, though. I mean, you got yeah, you got Mendick, you Mendic. got Leary, you got Gavin, yeah, and uh, fucking Hazley. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot Adam Hazley making his first White Sox start today. So. No, uh, he didn't. He start another day. Oh, did he? Did he start in Cleveland? Uh, well, I mean, Tony Russo was writing the lineup, so I believe yes, he did. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. <laughs> the point though is that the the Adam Hazley era has begun. Um, absolutely. And he's our real right fielder. No, absolutely not. Um, I'm, I'm just, it, it's a problem that we have AG Pollock because he's really blocking his development is, is what I've been <laughs> trying to say all off. So you're hilarious. Uh, so I'm not super pleased with, it's, it's a Sunday getaway day lineup, which, yeah. which, you know what? You get an off day tomorrow, which is nice. You do, but why then wouldn't you play your full on starting staff trying to get a fucking win? Because you can't buy a win right now. And you would love to go into this off day with a dub, take a break, come back, and catch fire again. I don't know. It's it's just we're we're gonna get we're gonna see a W today. We're gonna we're all gonna oh, yeah. forget. If you it, for those of you that are listening live, if y'all are big betting people, throw down on the White Sox today. Absolutely. I'm about to throw down on the money line. Absolutely. Maybe not the run line. They might just win by one, especially with the way this offense has been playing. But throw down on that money line. There's, there's no way they're getting swept by Minnesota today, right? No way. I, uh, I just wanna, I just wanna live in that positivity, though. Absolutely, Carrie, go die. I don't. Carrie in the comments section talking about Blake Rutherford's season. It's you not, already know. Bring him back, man. Stop it. <laughs> You're hurting my feelings. Well, James Fox on Twitter said that the White Sox should take a flyer on Justin Upton. What are your thoughts on? That? No, don't say that. It's like, look, we we've got the the thing that we knew about this team is that they've got outfielders on outfielders and outfielders. Some of the depth in the like Mike Rodolfo. <laughs> Give him a chance. Give him a fucking chance. Um, honestly, if you need dingers. Like, might as well. Let him strike out 200 times and get you five bombs. Like, let's take it. Oh, but, um, no, I no, you don't, not, you don't want to see the Justin Upton flyer? No, look, we, we really do. We are we have an abundance of outfielders. You have an abundance of guys that you throw in the outfield. I wouldn't call Andrew Vaughn and Gavin Sheets outfielders. Thing, Steve. It's the same thing. Look, I've said it a million times. Outfielders are outfielders are outfielders. You The ball goes over the infield's head. You get it. You throw it to the cutoff man. That is that is all there is to it. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't hate the flyer to be honest with you, especially on, if Adam Hazley is is boo boo. He's he's fine. Adam Hazley's fine. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, just, you said you wanted not, to stay positive today, so it, you know, you. picking up flyer free agents and seeing Adam Hazley in the lineup is not positive. Sox so, are going to win today. The, the Sox are going to win today, but the Sox do eventually come back home. We've got some games against Kansas City. We got some games against the Angels. And there are some new amenities at the ballpark. Thank you. Let's um, go. And, and some returning amenities, of course. But one thing that I love about the ballpark, Tom, you know this already. Section 108. Section 108, obviously, um, as, as I'm wearing the T-shirt. No. <laughs> there are tons of things I love about the ballpark, right? Countless things I love about the ballpark. But one thing that guaranteed rate field does better than almost every single major league ballpark is their food amenities. Yes. Okay? Yes. So – I wanted to go through just like you made me grade. Um, since you went, since you were critical of my grading system, I was going to make you go. You were so harsh. Low tier, mid tier, high tier with these these food amenities. Okay. Instead, I'm going to make you do grades too, oh, A through bitch. F. <laughs> It'll throw it right back at you from last week, baby. Okay. okay. I'm going to go through a list of items, and I want you to grade them A, B, C, D, or F on what you think their quality is in the ballpark. Or if you've never had the item, basically give me a grade on how you think it would be. Okay. okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm going to start with the classic. A hot dog or a Polish at the park? First of all, take that Polish, throw it out. Um, a Ooh. grade, A grade for the hot dog. Oh, now um, onions or no onions? I have everything. 
Like literally whatever they have there besides ketchup, put it on. Yes. Whatever is available. Now, if you're going on the bargain bargain hot dog and you've got like it's just like rolled up in the tinfoil or yes. whatever, and then you have to get your own the onions. Ones. The steamed the ones. Steam, the steam steam ones. Steam dogs. <laughs> the grilled dogs are an A with the onions. Yes, exactly. You can get the grilled. Yeah. But however – you, I know you, and you're getting the fresh onions that you have to like rotate oh, the, no, no, the wheel and me. the, and then you. Well, um, that's what you should be doing. Oh, and then you're, you're saying if I getting, get the, you should be getting the relish packet, the mustard packet, the onions. You're talking out. about the steam dog. If you're yeah. getting a steam dog, what's your grade on a steam dog? Oh, that's a grade. Absolutely. Oh, that's still yeah. a grade. Oh my god, yeah. You just have to get your shit nah. right. Steam, you have to do it right. Steam it's dogs. On you. Steam dogs point. are only a grade when they're a dollar. <laughs> That's my take. <laughs> it's never coming back, Steve. I, it's I know it's not. That, you want that promotion? That will is be. Dead. Here's the thing: that one positive to this year, guys. If the White Sox continue to play like they have the past week, we might get Dollar Dog <laughs> season back. <laughs> Just think about that. Okay. Um, but, but let me get to Polishes though. Polishes are a solid B. Like that's okay. for your people who don't know how to make your hot dog right. You can get a Polish, <laughs> and that'll kind of cover up the fact that you don't know how to make the hot I'm, dog. Right. I am a big hot dog guy over Polish at the park as well. But a good po- you cannot beat a good Polish either. Like here's the thing: if I'm gonna go get a Polish, gotta get the grilled onions. No, well yes, yes you do. at the park. Yes, you at the do. park for sure. No, if you're gonna go get a Polish around the park, you're either going. Yeah, okay, I as, as Julia said. You got to go to Maxwell Street yep. or go to 35th Street Red Hots. The, the the jumbo Polish with fries at 35th Street Red Hots? Yes. Incredible. Good golly. Yes. So, I, you know what? We're keeping it to ballpark amenities, though. So, we're, yeah, so, we're staying inside, inside, inside the, the confines. Because if you want to open it up outside the ballpark, we got an entirely, oh, yeah. an entirely different exactly. conversation. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Within 35th Street and Shields. Next like thing inside. on the list. Next thing on the list. Yes. Cuban sandwich at the ballpark. Absolute. S grade. I'm not even kidding. It's so dirty good. It's like oh what? Oh my god. No. So here's the thing. Go ahead. I will give you. I'll let you explain. The Cuban at the ballpark. You're saying is is a plus plus. Steve, it's really fucking good. And uh, I just just think about it. It's literally like meat and pickles and and just like a and shitty bread. Like you can't sop up alcohol. Better than with meat. You're just like, I forget. People that tell you to eat white bread after you eat, drink too much. Wrong. Eat a bunch of meat. Get the meat sweats. Grease. Get- <laughs> grease, <laughs> grease, grass, and Gatorade. This is coming from an expert in hangovers. So I, I most times we record this podcast, I'm usually hungover. You should take it from me. So get out there. Get yourself a Cuban and nom down. Not King Nam, I apologize. Not uh, just eat it. But he yes. is the dollar dog king. Um, yes, indeed. Here, here's the thing. I've heard that the quality of the Cuban sandwich has diminished tremendously over the past year or so at that's the ballpark. Tough. That's so tough. I'm I might have to try it for myself. I've never had a Cuban at the ballpark. Um but I, I've heard it's it's not it's not what it used to be. So next thing on the item or next item on the list. We got loaded fries, Tom. That's a D grade. Ooh, um, big fat D grade. How the fuck are you supposed to eat them? You everything, with a fork. Everything at the ballpark should be hands on. No, no utensils required. Everything at the ballpark should be able to eat while walking around or like sitting in your seat without extra utensils required. Okay. That's that's and that's like we're gonna get to that's it later. Fair. We're gonna get to it later, but you know. I have my takes on ice cream as well, but you, you just, you don't want to have to use two hands. You want something in one hand and a beer in the other, right? Like you want to be able to kind of do whatever or a Are phone you walking you and tweet. eating the entire time. No, but I want to have the option, Steve. Okay. I don't have a, you're not, if you're at a ballpark, you don't have a goddamn table in front of you. I don't want to have to like set up a TV stand and like plate, fork, knife, napkin, uh, Goddamn candle labra shit. Like, I don't have time for that. See, I'm looking at the game. I want to have a, a dog in one hand, a fucking, like, slice of pizza, a sandwich. It has to be handheld. It has okay. to be handheld. So, your hot dog in one hand. Yes. My hot dog oh in your God. other hand. Good God. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> um, my, guy, my guy, even though he's a, he's a Mankata, not even a Mankata hater, uh, but my guy Lucky Spag here saying... The fries are really good at the ballpark. 
Look, they, they are they are really good. They may be good, but they're not for me. I, th- and again, right. you said this is my grading system. Go right? ahead. You, All right. you came in with your shit grading then system. Then I will stop. Yeah, oh, my I, no, shit grading yeah, system. It, whoa, okay. it was a little aggressive. That's all I'm saying. Wow. You gave a lot of... Wow. I, remember, like I just, I just passed an evaluator's a. training. Remember this. Yeah, I know how to evaluate. Exactly. <laughs> Next one. And uh, you went, we got a couple items here that are new to the ballpark that I want to have you analyze here. Yes. The first one is the pretzel bun brat. Have you Absolutely. seen that one? Absolutely. I'm going to mash that. I'm... Definitely really? grab that. Oh my god! Yeah, you, you want it? You want that? So I'm gonna go with B because it's unknown. B only because it's unknown. Okay. It looks phenomenal. It looks like too much bread. Guaranteed. That's not a bad thing, Steve. <laughs> it's that's first of all. That's, that's what, just that's beer room. That's room for beer in my stomach. Beer and bread are like, it's just liquid. Like beer is just liquid bread, so it's the same shit. Honestly. Yeah. No, um, I don't. I don't have that room in my stomach, man. You have to remember, I'm like only 165 pounds here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Great taste, less filling is in the ballpark now, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, and I, I, I just I can't sit here and say that that dog is going to come like freshly made. You know that that shit's prepackaged, like, and they wrapped it. The the what is it called? No, the not a dog. The pretzel. The, the, the brat. The, the, the brat. brat. That's what I was trying the to say. Brat, yeah, the brat. Yeah, the brat is coming to the ballpark in a Cisco like van that's got like it already pre-wrapped and shit. Like they're not like making it fresh. It's not the quality that you're gonna expect at like some place that you're gonna. Again, this is within the ballpark. But you're excited to try it. I'm excited to try it. I want to know exactly what I'm getting into. They probably just gonna have it under heater lamps and like that's <laughs> way too much bread for me, man. Dude, you don't even know. You don't even know. All right, next thing. New, new item to the ballpark, pierogies. Absolute B. Okay, again, again like I, I was going to get real excited about this. I was planning on being really excited about it. But again, it's unknown. I don't know, Fair. but I'm excited. I want to try it. I want to know. It's it's definitely on the list. Like if we're going down the list here, pierogies you can probably eat with one hand, I believe. Because uh, it's wrapped in bread. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's like a dumpling kind of a situation. You, you can kind of like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if it's it's kind of like a finger. But it's food. not just like a stuffing in your mouth. No, either. you can't. Yeah. No, it's not like you know whatever. Pop- popcorn, you can. It's kind of like the same situation I'm, with a hand, even though it's not like a handheld, you know, so kind of a situation. I had pierogi, not a guaranteed rate field. I had pierogies for the first time ever in a ballpark in Pittsburgh, Manny Sanguian's barbecue. Okay, so it was barbecue on top of pierogies, and it was just absolutely phenomenal. So I got to try these new ones at the ballpark too. So. Excited for them. B oh, great. I'm very unknown. excited for the pierogies. This is good. This the is good. Bun brat, though? Yes. All right. Steve. All right. Absolutely. Next Steve. thing. Nacho helmet. What are your thoughts on the nacho helmet? It's tough. It's tough. I'm going to give it an – I'm going to give it a C. I'm so sorry. Ooh. I'm going to give it a C. Now, and I'm um, tough. But the, the hard part about it, and the thing that makes me – that irks me about it is that they jack up the price for the helmet. Now that's unacceptable. Mm. I want the nachos because they're tasty. You don't want the helmet. I don't want that. I like. Look, I've got. I, I'm. I was ten once. It was nice. Uh, it was nice to have that. You know, I I had like a little replica helmet from whatever it was when I was a kid, and it sat on my dresser, and that's great. I had that experience. I'm excited for that. I'm now a grown ass man. I don't want to fill my you know, dresser with a never ending amount of replica helmets. I just want from some fucking nachos at the game, you know, and I don't want to pay $35 for nachos because there's a replica helmet that I'm going to probably recycle. Is it like, you know, how much are the nachos? That's the real question. They're not like $35, but I think they're upwards of 20. And yeah, it's like, you know what? I'll drop a 20 spot on it. I, I, here's the thing. I don't, I've never had like one of those replica helmets yet. So here's what I'm thinking at the ballpark. You've this never year? had the replica helmet? No. no. See, that's a must have. I know. I was once, a, I was once a, in your life. That's why, again, C grade. Because it was a foam finger kid. Foam finger kid. Foam finger kid. I had foam fingers. So I can get get in uh, verification. It's 25 bucks. You know what? This year, I think I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get the helmet with the, with everything on it. Look, I'll eat it with you. I I will be there to uh, mooch off of you for that. And (laughs) as I, as I eat all the nachos in front of you and not let you have any, (laughs) I'm going to make sure I wipe the bowl clean and or put the helmet <laughs> on top of my head this year. Wait for the picture. It's going to happen. I'm thinking June. It's got to be post-school year for Just me. Just imagine the sour I have no cream. hair. 
I have no hair to worry gonna, about. I don't have to worry about fun. getting shit out of here now. It's it's perfect. It's it the perfect might be time because you could probably like moisturize that head with all that grease, like just to kind of like there you go, keep it safe. Like, are you you're already talking about sun. me moisturizing my 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 well, it's facial. better. Than, yeah, my, <laughs> you my, don't my, my moisturize enough, and that's you know a topic for another day. Almost as dry as beer garden gyms meat. <laughs> all right, <laughs> next one. Elotes at the park, Tom. What are your thoughts on elotes? Now, this is tough because that does require a utensil, but it's in a cup usually, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I, I want to give it, I mean, I got to come in at a B. I, cause it, it is a, it is a flavor that is maximum. Like that is a great flavor, but I, it just like, it's docked a little bit for the fact that I need a utensil. So All right. I, I can't, I just can't. You Fair know, enough. It's tough. It's tough out there. I just here's the thing with the lotes, and this is a personal preference. I'm not a mayo guy. So what do you put on your sandwiches? Mustard, depending on the sandwich, or pesto. Your pesto on sandwiches is so good. Well, yeah, but not everybody's like going to an Italian restaurant every day. Like you can. You can what about an everyday sandwich? Pesto at sandwich. Aldi. Is Aldi Italian? No, it's just, the Aldi. No, no, the Aldi. <laughs> Jimmy June. No, stop it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ballpark sunblock in a helmet. Yeah, that would be Love that would it. be better. Um, that would be better. Uh, I, I don't get it. Take care of himself. Is uh, what I'm saying. Oh, is that like, is that a ball joke? Yeah. Well, you were the one who said that you're gonna take the fucking helmet. The replica helmet and all smear right, all, all right, the all sour right, cream right. onto your head. Next, <laughs> that's on. No, you, not man. the sour cream. No, fuck sour. I don't even like sour cream either. Then how are you gonna have loaded nachos? Dude. You get it without the sour cream. You get it with all the other shit. Man, next one. Your, next one. Your food takes. Beggars pizza at the ballpark, Tom. That's a. Oh man, see that's tough because they laid on thick. You know I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it an A. Yeah. I'm gonna give it an A. I I uh, I like it. I like beggars pizza. It's not the best pizza, but it's good for ballpark pizza. It's good ballpark pizza. It's good for ballpark pizza. And the best part about Beggar's Pizza at the ballpark is they do fresh, gluten-free pizza. Well, not by fresh. I mean straight out the heater, gluten-free pizza, Um, which is huge for Kayla. Okay, opposite of fresh. For those of you that don't know, the fiancé fiancé is gluten-free. So the fact that they have gluten-free pizza at the ballpark is a game-changer. And it's and it's fresh. When it comes out, Look, it is it is nice and warm and and ready to be enjoyed and burn the top of your mouth. Yes. So I think I think the important thing to keep in mind about Beggar's Pizza at the ballpark is it's ballpark pizza. It's a different grading system than outside the ballpark. We right. we, we discussed it earlier. Your grading in the ballpark for foods is yeah. different. It's a different scale than what you find outside the ballpark. You know, like you're going to have a situation where the pizza is better elsewhere. But for ballpark pizza specifically, this is good. This is good ballpark pizza because yeah. it's not fucking Sabaros. It's not oh, Costco. Is so it's bad. not like what Dominic's used to serve. You know, like although Dominic's pizza was. I'm surprised there's no one in the comments, you know, complaining for Connie's back because that is classic Southside. Fucking Connie's, bro. That That's classic. Right I'm there. sorry. That's not it. Not that's Connie's not guy, it. huh? No. Too I mean, ready. Too ready. All right. But that's that's all I'll say about that. I really, I really think it's solid. So that's because right. you're dumb. Next one. <laughs> Bona B. Bona B for the ballpark, Tom. Again, we're going back to an A for this because an A for Bona. Dude, it's meat, meat, meat. You you need some meat at the ballpark. Absolutely. I'm not gonna get a beef sandwich at the ballpark. And maybe Why this not? is because I'm spoiled because I lived in Forest Park yeah, and now Johnny's live in right Oak there. Park. And Johnny's is two miles up the road and it's the best beef sandwich in the area, bar none. Well, it's it's just fun to get a bona because then you can say you have a bona. Juicy bona. A juicy bona. <laughs> and then you can participate <laughs> in the, you know, the very exciting in in-game entertainment that is the beef races. I know you're not going to share cheesy your cheesy hot... making it look easy. Can, I, I know I know you're not sharing your hot dog with me. Can you at least share your juicy bono with me, Tom? We can move on to the next <laughs> item on the list. Next item, and I'm waiting for you to get absolutely dragged in the comments and afterward about this, Tom, for the next one. Beer at the ballpark. What is your rating for beer at the ballpark? Steve, it's a C grade. 
Say it a little bit louder for the fans at home. That's a C grade at the ballpark. Look, um, one of the things that you got to think about uh, having having at the ballpark is you're trying to eat as much as possible, both before and during. Beer gets in the way of that, and they charge you too much. They just do. And we all know this. We all complain about it, but it's too much money for a fucking Miller Lite. To, to pay for just ballpark. a Miller Lite, sure, yeah. but they've got they've got craft options, still way more than Wrigley. You know what they also have is a full bar. You know you could just you could just all right. Get... So you're on to my next. So you got a C grade to beer. Yes, which I did. Is disappointing. Here's the thing: last year's beer selection A plus. This year's beer selection A minus because the domestic is better. I'm big Coors Light guy. What? I realize this what again. The... I'm realizing now that I'm a Coors Light, Miller Light, Lord everything else, Bud Light at the bottom. Why do I talk to you about food and drinks, Steve? What you're, can I say? You're terrible at food and drinks. All you're right. bad at it. Here we go. You brought up the bar. So <laughs> I'm going to say this specifically, the Jack Daniels bar outside of section 109, 110. What's your grade? That's an A grade. Absolutely. You can get whatever you want. You can go up there and order a Jack and Coke if you're, you know, our, our friend... Pete Hand, thank you. Okay, so- wow. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, who's ordering Jack and Coke? I don't, also, I know Jack. Uh, Pete is a big Jack guy. I don't think I've ever seen him with Jack Daniels at the ballpark. Well, he probably knows that he can get it at home, and it's much cheaper. But look, yep. like you can get whatever you want at that bar. And if it's me, I want a vodka soda because, again. That's my drink of choice, but that's just a me thing. If you're not that guy, you can also go and get whatever you want. But again, it's my grading system, and I think that that's an important piece of having it, having a full bar at the ballpark. That's important for my experience as a fan. I can't wait to see. Fan how you want. I can't wait to see double vodka soda, Tom, at the ballpark eventually. I got a little, uh, I got a little wasty last time I was, uh, I was doing yes. double vodka sodas. <laughs> yep. 15 bucks for a shot of Jack, apparently. Woof. Um Next one. Yeah, a couple more. And they're on the dessert end of the spectrum. Yes. Dippin' Dots. D-grade. D-grade. Absolutely. D-grade. He's a D-grade for Dippin' Dots. It's not the ice cream of the future. It may have been the ice cream of the future in the 90s, but it never turned out Is to be. Is it the ice cream of the present? It's not the ice cream of the present. It's just not the way to go. Look, like, it, it was, again novelty it was fun when you were a kid Mm -hmm. it's not i am not a child anymore i don't i do not what i would rather have is a lemon chill i would way rather have a lemon chill absolutely so then why are you mad about my d grade on dipping dots d dipping dots it's it's all right in there alliteration is bay i gotta you know what i'm not even mad at you (laughs) last item actually you know there's a couple more because um i've had this one up in the chat so i gotta address it mailman jack said funnel cake is my ballpark must-have. What are your thoughts on fun- funnel cake, Tom? You know, that's what's what's really hard about funnel cake is it, it's it's so it is so good, it, 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 but it gets all up in my beard, and I look like I had cocaine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not a good look. Come on, for me personally, you gotta look. You gotta look, look like, like a goddamn crackhead. You gotta it's, look it's, like Tyrone Biggums at the ballpark, man, from the Dave Chappelle skit. <laughs> is this the five o'clock free crack hour? <laughs> Jesus. I I look. It's a really really quality food. They have it at. Like, you know, fairs and ballparks for a reason is because it just fits the summer really well. It's I literally deep cake. fried. It's deep fried, fried dough, dough with sugar added. You can't really go wrong. However, comma, I come, I come again to the situation. You do need utensils to eat a, a funnel cake. So, I use my hands for a funnel what cake. What the hell are you? Look, I can, I don't know why I talk to you about food. I have a, I struggle with your opinions on food every time we talk about it. I'm going to let the people in the comments support me <laughs> in saying that funnel, eating funnel, funnel cake, cake with, with your hands, hands? It, you rip it apart and you eat it. All right. Final one. <laughs> Dessert still. Churros. That's an absolute A grade. I, I, you can't go wrong with a churro at the ballpark. It's, it's. Gorgeous. That that is a good way to soak down, like finish off whatever evening you've had. Socks are winning, socks are losing. Cinnamon sugar on a on a deep fried dough. Good golly. You getting the plain one? Plain cinnamon sugar? You or know, are you getting one of those filled ones? I like the strawberry one. Me too. Which Facts. I think a lot of people go chocolate. I'd go strawberry. 
I'd go strawberry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, Jack. You do not eat funnel cake with utensils. I'm just saying, I again, it, it may be a situation where, you know, I, I get it all over my face. Maybe I'm bad at eating. Maybe, you know, I've been bashing Steve over here for being bad at eating. Maybe I'm Thank bad you. at eating. Thank you. I'm getting so excited. I almost put an elbow through Tommy's wall here. Which, you know, would have been fine. <laughs> we have a good time. Um, I, I know how to plaster and drywall now, thanks to being a current <laughs> homeowner. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we've been on for an hour, Tom. We should wrap this thing up. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad that we were able to have a little bit of a cathartic session here at the end. We, we got our angry, angry anger out at the beginning. Absolutely. I let the people know that Steve Stone's just fine. And we are in a collective awareness that today is Geo Day. And that's what matters most. Plus, homestand coming to your neighborhood soon. Yes. I'm very excited to go home. Get my Geo Day t-shirt on. Yes. Shout out to Allie White Sox for sending that to me in the mail. Um, I'll definitely be sporting that. And we need a White Sox dub today. Need I'll a say White that. My, a little bit of my sanity rides on the White Sox winning today. Holy. Yes. Yes. Don't get swept by the Twins. Because oh you just got swept by the In the words of Michael uh... Jordan, fuck them Twins. <laughs> Is that... Right? That's the quote, right? I don't know. I thought it was fuck them kids, but... Oh, no. Fuck them twins. That's what it is. <laughs> Shout to Prof for that one. That's great. That's great. Um, okay. So, we stand here. Um, we, we are the Sons of Honarchy, uh, and, and we close out in the same way every time. First of all, final thoughts? Any final thoughts? You just kind of share? I, I got it out. I love it. Now, um, in Han, we trust. Bounce back. We must. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for those of you that tuned in live. For those of you that are listening over the podcast airwaves later, we also appreciate it. We'll see you all next week. Much love. Go Geo. Geo.